If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commute, no leaving the office, no squeezing in an appointment during your lunch hour, no ashy hands pointed at you while gestures are made. And no judgments. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Z-O-N-E and use the code Z-O-N-E to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. This week's episode also comes to you from Bumble. It's tough to make new friends as an adult. That's where Bumble BFF comes in. The Women First Dating app is also a friend-finding app. Download Bumble on iOS or Android and check out BFF mode within the app. Fill out a profile and let your future besties know what you're all about. To learn more, head to Bumble.com slash friendzone. Welcome to the friendzone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friendzone. The friend zone. For the haters, you know, you know where you could kiss it. Because you don't pay my bills. <laughs> and I'm the baddest bitch. <laughs> and I'm the baddest bitch. <laughs> the hashtag this week. I could go through this like I do every week and remind you. And I guess I will because every week deserves to be presented properly. In this section of the program, we like to offer something um, that we can uplift you with. Something to enrich you and encourage you to really do your best and put forth a great valiant effort at whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, this week, we've chosen none other than Jocelyn Hernandez. The Puerto Rican princess. The Puerto Rican princess, um, who quite simply gave us something that we needed with two words. My nigga. You know. The two words are you know. In what she just offered to us for our consideration and also for our intake, personally, this is about growth, you guys. In what she offered us, she said... I mean, she wasn't talking to me in this part, but she said, you know, and for the haters, <laughs> you know, you know where you can kiss it, but let's stop there. <laughs> We're not going to worry about the murky insults that came next. Let's no, let's dial back and get into the transitional phrase she used, you know. See, you this know. is where accountability, I told you something that I love. She was placing the accountability where it belonged because the haters know what they're doing. They know the answer to the problem. They know the great things that you have going on. They know all of this. So by her summing it up with those two words, and to the haters, <laughs> you know. She scoffed a little bit. <laughs> you know. 
because they do know. And so it's not even worth your time of trying to prove yourself worthy to anyone. Be confident. This is a le- this is a lesson in self worth, self confidence. Okay, and having a quiet stillness with your power that you know you contain. Okay. And so the hashtag this week is you know from none other than Baccalaureate Jocelyn Hernandez. Oh my God. And with that being said, and most importantly understood, we just have a couple of QTNAs, which is questions that need answers, and also questions that Nigris is asking. (laughs) Question one. Did Eddie Murphy most recently name his 10th child? 10. No, he just had baby 10. 10. Wow. 5 and 5, 6 and 4, 7 and 3, 8 and 2. I know, right? (laughs) So did he just name his 10th child Max Charles Murphy? Because after that 10th baby was born, his good sense kicked in and he heard that God voice say, That's it, nigga, no more. In the delivery oh room. Gosh. So when they asked him what they was going to name the baby, he said, Max, Max, that's it, no more, Max, Max, Max. So is that how he arrived at the name? Can I just go through the names of the kids? No. I had to look them up. He said no. Max, Bella. Um, oh, Okay. Wait, Bella. Wait, you know them? The okay, yeah, okay, go ahead. Max, what? Bella, um, Lola. Uh-uh, but close. Zola. Yes. Um, Zola, um, Shane. Yep. Um, Bria. Yep. Um, <laughs> Miles. Know this? Yes. Um, and then he has another son named Eddie Jr., right? Uh, no. What's the oldest son? So there is Angel... Angel, oh, Angel with um with Mel B. That's his baby with I, Mel B. I, I would never know any of these. Um, I read Us Weekly. Izzy. <laughs> I'm bugged out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Miles and Eric. Did you say? And, and Christian. Christian. Okay. Eric Murphy, Christian Murphy. How many wow. different mamas? I did not make it that far. <laughs> There's just a, a people.com that says, meet Eddie Murphy's nine children. Wow. Okay, so back to the goddamn questions. Yes. <laughs> okay, question two. After their recent war of words on Watch What Happens Live... In separate episodes, will top model alums Eva Marcel and Winnie Harlow hash out their differences in true model form by having a stare down? Okay? <laughs> Just let them have a stare down. That's what models you a model. Let's stare at each other and have a stare down. Except the winner gets to go on Twitter and say the other one's breath was stinking when it happened. Is that, <laughs> is that how they're going to settle it? Is that what's going to happen? That's question oh two. Yeah, you know, these questions. Okay. And question three. Question three. Which one of you niggers, <laughs> okay, said that Mano and Ra'ali fresh-faced Look alike. Which one of y'all said that? I just want to know. What? I just want to know which one of y'all said. I was wondering why he's fresh faced in there. I was like, fresh and Riley fresh faced look alike. Which one of y'all said that? <laughs> and with those questions being asked and most importantly understood, I want to take this opportunity to welcome everybody to the friend zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because really, when you when it, when it all falls down, Selena. Who wants a musty brain? Come on. <laughs> hey, friend, tell us how you doing? Hey. <laughs> well, there's no weekend recap because we're <laughs> doubling up this week. Um, and there's no episode recap because we didn't hear y'all's recap. 
It's the same <laughs> day. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. We need y'all's comments yet, so there's nothing to recap. Okay. So it's going to be a little brief. A little brief, a little brief, brief. Um, but it's still going to be so much fucking fun. It totally is. Um, before Asante <laughs> takes over. Oh, wait, what does the crystal say? Do you love it? <laughs> Do you love it? <laughs> Speaking of um, crystal real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. I just want to make an announcement. Crystal, I want you to know it got back to me what you said. What? Oh. What is this? I ain't even like that. No, no. about, about Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg. No, so look, look. Okay, so look. Do you remember he when? Said it got back. Do, do you remember when Dustin said that sometimes Whoopi Goldberg, when she opens the view, she says what? Sometimes every blue moon, when she feeling it, she'll be like, "Hello." And welcome to the damn view. <laughs> so she does that. So I was telling Crystal that he do, that she do that, and she was like. No, she does not. Does that, <laughs> Dustin? And I was like, well, damn, because Dustin do say a lot. Because we can't pull, tell him he's playing. I wasn't pulling your leg this time. <laughs> I'm telling you, she really does so this. So what is the truth? The truth <laughs> is she does this. And today I even issued a tweet. I said, you know what? Fans of The View... Is is can you confirm that Whoopi Goldberg sometimes opens the show by saying <laughs> "Hello, welcome to the damn view"? And people confirmed it, so I figured I would issue out this, you know, battle cry to the listeners Bad of the friend zone. Don't you make them tweet you know? her? No, I don't want them to no. tweet Crystal. I don't want them oh to tweet God. Crystal. Actually, I just want them to. I just want them to. I just want them to. I thought you were gonna have them tweet Whoopi. I'm like, please don't have a yeah, Crystal side. That's on where the show. I was going with this. Don't have a Crystal. I want everybody to tweet Whoopi Goldberg and just ask her if this is the truth. Be like, have you ever opened the show and said, "Welcome to the damn view"? Let's just tweet Whoopi Goldberg. You guys, I would cry and act a black ass fool like Tiffany Haddish Even if it's a tweet, we will tweet Whoopi Goldberg and the View. Tag Whoopi Goldberg and tag the View, and ask them if Whoopi's ever opened the show by saying "Welcome, hello, and welcome to the damn View." And also, (laughs) if you are a person who remembers that. Now you go ahead and tweet Crystal and let her know that (laughs) she did actually do it. Thank you, everyone. Hate you. She's gonna hate you. Um, I want to tell you guys that my Macy's campaign officially has a launch date. It will be the Monday after this. So that's Monday the 17th. Hey! Yay! Bells ring. <laughs> I told you guys about it in the last discount. episode. But today I get to tell discount. you exactly when it drops. It'll be first thing in the morning. Did you say discount? They're going to give you a special coupon code. Right. So don't forgive me if they do. <laughs> <laughs> but please, um, if you feel so inclined and you happen to catch the picture and you think it's nice, like it. And I know Dustin said, let's drop the gift box yes. email. Because the picture is full of gift boxes. Yes. It's uh, highlighting the Macy's Holiday Gift Guide. It's a super cute campaign. So cute. Really, really proud of it. So Beautiful. show it love if you feel like you should. Drop and the present emoji on the Macy's picture and Fran's picture. But make sure you show love to the picture that Macy's posts. <laughs> yes. And don't harass the models on the Macy's thing saying, where the fuck is Hey Fran Hey like y'all did with Target. That's what Fran said. I ain't say that. Do it. <laughs> Because they was cursing out babies and shit. Who the fuck is this? Where's Fred? (laughs) Y'all won't get me in trouble again. But (laughs) it goes up Monday the 17th. Thank you guys for the love in advance. And now, now. Also, you know, by the time you hear this, we're going to be seeing D.C. this weekend. Oh, true. Woo! Woo! The, the, <laughs> the 
DC show. That's Do you right. have your tickets? Okay, if you don't, you know, it's the last show of the year. It's the last right. time you get to catch the friends on before 2019, okay? okay. Right, definitely come check ass. us out. I'm telling y'all now. Are you, like, yes. literally? Well, if, if somebody <laughs> say the wrong thing, I, I you know I told you, you that's my new pants? defense, mooning people. <laughs> so, you know. TheFriendZoneLive.com. Make sure you grab your tickets. And we have super cute new merch that yes. we haven't even grabbed yet. Yes. Right. And we already seeing people tagging Rocking us it. with okay, them. Y'all look super cute, photos. by the way. That, yes. that little crew neck is really, really cute. It, it, Very cute. I and cannot more to wait come. to get my hands on it. And more to come. That's right. So, TheFriendZoneLive.com. DC, you're up next. We have tons of special guests and a special performer. We can't wait to see you there. And I'm also going to be in Miami with the that same weekend after the oh show. Oh, my God. So, right know, after. <laughs> right after. That's booked. Going straight from DC to the MIA. Wow, bro. Okay. Take it to the house. Take it to the <laughs> Okay. Oh, sorry. You just took me to oh, the video. Oh, and Kia's lunch. Yes. Her brunch. Yes. It's Which sold is, out. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, by the time so, I this, it's probably yeah. going to be sold out. It's already it was sold out, so left. you can't get tickets. Oh, is it sold out now? It's sold yeah. out right oh, now. Oh, well, damn. It it's already, sold out right damn, now. It was just 10 tickets, and now they gone It didn't even last <laughs> three <laughs> days, okay? Yes. So yes, shout so out to Kia. Congratulations, sis. You deserve it. I cannot yeah, wait man. for the next year's tour because we will be stopping at the ones that we can stop at to show our butts since you guys That's get right. mad when you can't come to mind, but we're all going to Kids. <laughs> we are all going to Kids. <laughs> okay. And you know what? I will actually be at the D.C. brunch because I will be in D.C. that whole weekend. Woo! So I'm going to come through and bother you guys for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, if you see me in the street, holla at a player. Okay. Holla at a player. Asante, what you got for us today? He's taking over. It's a music episode. Okay. <laughs> One city at a time. <laughs> well, I know everyone has so much fun when we do the Little Music Man segment. So why not forego that segment this week Uh-oh. and make it the hot button? Okay. And make it the episode. Yes, because hot button issue here is... What the fuck did we be listening to? You know, sometimes people listen to what we're saying and they might be like, I wonder what their musical taste and interest is and who they like and why they don't like or what they like. So now we get to do a little bit of all that. Part of this is, uh, you know, Dustin. If you know Dustin, one of the songs that I always think about when I think, well, I think of a lot of different people in music. But (laughs) one of the main ones that stick out to me very much in this moment is his love for Future's March Madness, right? Man. Really? Oh, my God. Like, What makes you love it so much? Well, 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 before, well, before he answers okay. that, right. I wanted to have a whole episode where we get to ask each other all sorts of musical Random questions. Random musical yes. questions. Oh, I'm ready. So it's like icebreakers left and right. So people can kind of get a little insight. We can get an insight to each other. We can get a little messy if we want to. We ain't got to do, do that, it. but let's do it. I'll, I'll, oh, sk- I'll skip that part. <laughs> look, look. I, I, I'm going to be chivalrous, friend, and throw a little blanket <laughs> over that part for you, okay? So, yes, please, Dustin, what is it with you and What is it about my Because you love it so much, and now when I hear it, because you, you know, you. I will be going the fuck off. Asante <laughs> will FaceTime me when he hears it. All my friends do. It's just a moment. I connect That's with cute. DJs when I hear it. Um, it is just literally, it's so anthemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it just makes you feel proud. It's so triumphant. Um, <laughs> the melody, you just never forget it. As soon as you hear it, the way it comes on, he says, dress it up and make it real for me. Whatever the fuck that means. Like, you know, you just, you never forget it. And then the things that he says, you know, um, 
um, you know, these cops shooting niggas tragic, you know, um, <laughs> everything. Yeah, there's a message to it. Like, March Madness is just a great song, and I really... This is really selling it. It is. I, 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 it is a great song. I want to be an EGOT one day, and when I win my Academy Award, that I want the orchestra. Music. You know how the orchestra <laughs> plays a song? Will you really play March mm-hmm. Madness when I want you come them to play out? a classical I'm instrumental dead. version but of March friend, Madness no. as I walk up to the stage. you know how it sounds? So imagine, like, I can hear that being played. beautiful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as I'm walking up, the people with the violins and the cellos and shit. No. Oh, they gotta have somebody with a harp. Yeah. And you get on stage. Not a harp. <laughs> a harp. Yeah. So I just I love March Madness by Future. It makes me feel excited and strong and victorious and valiant and all of those things. And it's from one of the dumbest niggas on the face of the earth. So wow, I love it. March Madness <laughs> no. by Future is an amazing. That's how. That's why it's so special because it's like. You did this. You made this. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Do you have a song that makes you feel victorious like that? Like something that you just play? You can listen to probably forever and ever. And What's your champion song? Yes, My champion, champion song. song. And gospel don't count because <laughs> everybody say that. <laughs> Damn, my champion song. Oh, my God. That's a really tricky question. Hmm. I'm trying to think like what song is hype to me. Yeah. Um, do you have one? Cause I, I, I don't want to like, I, you I, can pass, I have you can to think, pass. no, I have no, to think about it. No, she just needs a minute it. to get yeah. to it. That's the, that's the one thing that's like tricky about the so music questions. Cause it's so much music. It's like, right. ah. So like, I don't have one like future, but cause I have several songs that like, I just kind of go to at any given moment. Cause I love anything off D4L's album. I yes. can listen to that thing like forwards and backwards. Like, bitch, I'm the man. Like, right. got no wife, but the wife be my girlfriend. Like, Hustling. <laughs> and then look, and then even Shawty Low solo shit like they what? know was what? like the shit like look, I will. Hey, how you doing? I will that run in place. Crazy girl, don't say nothing. Yes, <laughs> like I will run in place at any given moment <laughs> and thinking about Shawty Low and just be thinking like, oh, we finna turn this shit up because Shawty Low like the like L O they know they know like L O come on like the original was hot. And then the remix was hot too, and I could literally listen to them both back to back on a loop, and it's so weird because mm-hmm. like I could mm-hmm. be in a car blasting what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why you say it like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that Leslie Jones video? Also, see, see, also mm. party next door. Oh yeah, I know you. That's like <laughs> y'all are like synonymous with this Look, point. Well, makes and, sense now. And this one from this year was that Kate Hang song. I still played that one. <laughs> Where is he at? He's been so he's late quiet. though. I'm so happy. But that probably means he's cooking, cooking and I, yeah. I can't wait. But Something brewing. <laughs> he had that song this year called Kate Hang. It was him and Prima thing, and it's like y'all bitches ain't drunk enough. And I played that for you, friend. Oh, I <laughs> yelled. <laughs> I said, I said. Friend, this is the vibe for my birthday for Atlanta. <laughs> and then I played the song, and he's like, party. And he goes, y'all bitches, bitches ain't, ain't drunk, drunk enough. enough. <laughs> drunk <laughs> enough. Y'all bitches ain't high enough. High enough. And he starts talking so shit. So we were like on the in the uh, on the terrace or something, yeah. and Asante comes out with a damn <laughs> speaker talking Blasted. about y'all bitches ain't drunk enough. <laughs> I turn around like, it's 8 in the morning, Asante. <laughs> I'm meditating. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what? Um... 
Maybe Le Floor Le Fly Eshkoshka. Oh, Le Floor Le Fly Eshkoshka. Yes, yes, y'all. You Ooh. know. <gasps> that era for me gets me so. See how I got you hyped? Like your blood kind of like shot up a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that era. With uh, even like the Lost Boys, yes. with Renee. the Lex, what is it? The Lex Coops, the Beamers, and the, the Bands. Hey. All of my ladies and my men, yes. just keep your head yeah. up this into is... the hood, to the hood, hood, East Coast, West Coast, and worldwide. Yep. Just That's that where whole Kim era. Stole it from her sticky finger ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but that might be mine. That's a good one, right? Yes, that might Ooh. be my record. Essential. It seems it's just like, essential hip hop. It seems essential New York. You, I was about to say, you like are that. Like, right. So it's funny. It's like not even funny that you say. It's like, oh, okay, that's right. Fine. So then <laughs> let's go on and get going. to the real shit. So if you finna have somebody come over your house, uh oh, company that you're gonna do like the horizontal polka with. Okay. 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 What's the song? What are you gonna have playing when you open the door? Okay, can I tell y'all a whole story right quick? Darling Nikki by Prince. Oh, in the magazines. In the magazines. Ooh. Once a girl named Nikki, and I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. Met her in a hotel lobby, masturbating with a magazine. She that song said, is crazy. Ooh. <laughs> I promise What's the next you, line? She, she said, said, you can't be serious. My bed leaves right outside, and no, plus she your didn't. breath smells like shit anyway. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. That's Lil' Kim. <laughs> I promise you I'm That's not. that Lil' Kim. I need you. I'm like, yeah. that is not the next line. That was my retro. Contribution for the little Kim joke I just cracked. I feel like I would show some homage. But anyway, go ahead. Go. Damn, now I hate what I was about to say. Because I was about to say, I am not a Nicki Minaj fan, but I just thought about when she sampled that. And did oh, that shoot. Right. That's my joint right there. That song is sexy. Oh, yeah, Darling Nicki is the shit. Really, anything by Prince. He just gets me going. Masturbating the magazine. Okay, Asante. Picante. Woke up in a new Bugatti. So, you know, uh, I like. Modern music. Mm-hmm. And shade. Right. But yes. <laughs> no. Look, shade, but no. Like, print. it's Prince. Come on. Right. And so when I say that, I mean, like, you know, it's obvious that I'm going to pick something that might be a little bit closer to close. Uh, I was listening to Ari Lennox. Ooh. <laughs> Ari Lennox makes some records. Yeah, she does. Now. And it, I don't know if it was like the energy in that time, because this happened right around the time she was on the show. Right. But whipped cream, because I always, so what I usually do is I put up the YouTube video. So like the, that way the TV's playing, gives you something to talk about. And mm. then like good music be playing on the playlist. So, you know, whipped cream was playing. And it just so happened to be on the playlist twice. Because <gasps> I remember it played like early on you when they the were there. the horizontal polka to Ari Len- Ari. Ari. You filthy buzzer. You didn't, you didn't make the song nasty. I can't even listen no, to it no I more. didn't make it nasty because after hearing it in that moment, I was like, that's what this song is about. No, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It just opened and then the person, And then the person after was like, hey, what was that song that was playing? Because it played twice. And I was like, it did play twice and I remember that I was like oh damn so that's what when Ari was here I, I mean, was so I happy to see her I mean I get it she's a mood I almost based on her afterwards know it and told too. her <laughs> she know it too <laughs> she know it that's the you picked one um you know I like to do things a little bit differently so 
I open the door. Sometimes I'm playing rap music, but other times I'll go to yeah. my um, my default, which is Breathe by Telepop Music. Mm. It's kind of like a dope Another little vibe. Day. Believe it or not, the song goes really well with the uniform. So like when you're about to have company and you, have, you open the door, you're wearing basketball shorts, socks, three-quarter length crews. And some sort of like slides. If you have nice feet and you're ballsy and comfortable enough, you're barefoot. And for some reason, that song and that uniform, it just goes and you open the door. Like, it's just, and it kind of throws people off because they expect you to be playing, you know, shoot the club up, boom, boom. You know, but, <laughs> but, then, but they, hear, they hear just breathe by telepop music. Sweet. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a question. Question. So you had so you had a bad day. Oh, Ooh. you had a bad day. I'm, it's gonna be somewhere in that. You went. You get home. You know. You just be dying to get home to just like get rid of it. Just try to forget it. What's the first song you play on a bad day? Anything by Dashboard Confessional or Ooh. Taking Back Sunday. Ooh. Oh, okay. I like to go down that little rock rabbit hole so I can just get over it. That's real. Something about Chris Caraba's voice just used to be so soothing. It didn't matter what he was singing or crying about because some of the records he was just crying. Right. But I just loved it. That's loved so it. dope. I love that. I didn't expect that. Yes. Um, a Seat at the Table is a great album mm. for a rainy day. Um, uh, if I was just having a bad day, usually my, my mood and my attitude is defiant. So I kind of default to like harder rap music. Mm. Um, Tupac's Machiavelli album is always one of my favorites. <laughs> In life we live as thugs. Everybody fucking with us. So can't you see? It's hard to be a man riding with my gun in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's usually my Singing default. Like <laughs> um, when I'm sad, I like to listen to sad people, so I play Sade. Yes. <laughs> cool in the way that I'm Yes. Like, um, Cherish the Day is definitely oh my, like Cherish my go-to, the day. right? Oh, my God. Oh my God. That, that's when you can... Never mind. All four like, members of Cherish was like... <laughs> <laughs> Side note, I was Cherish so annoyed the in Denver, a girl's name was Cherish. <laughs> And we did that whole moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, Sade is perfect for many occasions. Even just that music video. Yes. The ponytail. Um, oh, when she she's just everything. She's just so soothing, even just visually, mm. which is kind of amazing to be a visually soothing person. So I go to her music videos or play any of her records, really. It doesn't even matter because her whole discography is just perfect. Sade is perfect. She always looks like somebody just asked her something and she's saying, What? <laughs> Don't look at this. But you know who else? <laughs> Michelle and Ocello. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's his face. I come to you. With a heavy Michelle and Dickie Ocello. Me and Jay just listened to I Can Explain. Oh, never mind. That's Michelle for real. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> His but Michelle face. Diego Cello is good too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Remember, see, you made a fool of what? me. Tell me why. Ooh. <laughs> All her sad ass. You can't look me in the eye. And love song number one. Love song, I think Bitter. it's like number two. Bitter. Beautiful. <sighs> Listen. And you know so what? Y'all are going to laugh at me, but I really love the Love Jones soundtrack. That's not funny right. at all. Even in the Ain't soundtrack, when it's show, when okay, it's so it when funny it, now. 
You just think about that Dion Ferris song. When it plays Darius's (laughs) poem. (laughs) The fact that Darius's poem is in the soundtrack is just everything. Yeah, it's perfect. It's just so cute. It's so cute. I was on one of our flights. I I don't remember. I think it was the one we were going to Toronto and they had it. I was watching Love Jones (laughs) on the flight. And Michelle, our tour assistant, looked over. Like, she woke up at one point and she just rolled her eyes like, like, come on. (laughs) She's like, you would find this. She looked at me like, the fuck you even find this shit? Right. All these damn selections. Alignment. 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 Okay. So, what's a song that you just sing out of the blue? Cause it's it, this could stuck be stuck in your head forever. Yeah, because you know, I will for whatever fucking reason, I have these random go-to songs, and there is no meaning behind it. I, I don't think so. Like I can sing Chris Brown's "Yo" at any given <laughs> time for no fucking reason. Yeah, that's reason. real. It's almost like little <laughs> snippets of songs are stuck in your subconscious. Because I'll randomly be in my house and I'll be like. Who gave you permission to rearrange me? It just comes yes. out. Certainly, certainly. Was not, not looking for no love affair. <laughs> <laughs> See, certain things just be stuck with it you. It just be stuck. Like, you know how out of the blue sometimes I bet boys and girls want to hear a true story. It's <laughs> <laughs> real. Wild. Like, why are you sick City High? And then everybody be remembering it because there'd be so many fucked up parts in that song. And it's like, well, see, I don't know. It all stuck with me like that's so real I, I guess a lot of the songs that are stuck are Erica Badu songs cause the mm. other one that comes up in my head is do I really hey want huh? my baby brother tell me <laughs> what to do yay that's stuck in my head all the time well, I don't, what song is that <laughs> um, how the rest go no I don't know how the rest go <laughs> What the fuck, though? <laughs> no, you didn't. What a love go. Hey. <laughs> you was jamming, friend. Yes. That's stuck in my head a lot. So I guess Erica's tone just like seeps in. Yeah, with something you. with her tone. It's old shit and new shit for me. So like, Don't You Want Me by the Human League is one of don't my flights. Don't you like, want really? me, baby. I'll be at the crib. That like, is so don't fucking funny. <laughs> I was working at the way as a waitress at the cocktail bar. I love it. That much is true. Okay, it jumps in. That <laughs> so I sing that. I always sing um Take On Me by Aha. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, I just love that song so much. That video too. Damn. I know we always talk about this damn video, but it's just Epic. So yeah, I sing that. And speaking of that video, and I always told you that that's what the "Kiss It Better" video should have looked right, like, which yeah. brings me to my last point, which is "Kiss It Better" by Rihanna. Mm. It's a song. I, the part you know, where you she made belts. me like that song more. Good friend, because he loves it so much. So now when it comes on, I like listen. <laughs> like it's almost like it's I'm more aware of it because yes. he talks about it so much. And it's I like, I'm like, this song. is a really good fucking it's song. It's such a good, like... Oh, awesome. Oh, I remember the night that album came out and I was sitting in my um, living room and I was feeling mighty down really bad. <laughs> and I got to... That song came on, I got to weeping and gnashing of the teeth and I just... <laughs> You know, I just really let it all out. It was really great. It was an inner cry like New York City. <laughs> but it was a cry nonetheless. It was good. I love that song. I always love, because uh, you kept bringing up 80s shit, like Squeeze, Tempted by the Fruit of Another. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shit. I bought a 
toothbrush, some toothpaste, a pillow for my Y'all's jukeboxes go back. Like, I don't know why that song. by the fruit of another. Because right before that part is when he gets me, he's like, I said to my reflection, let's get out of this place. And I was like, I don't know why I rock with it so hard. And what about, um, what's his name? I keep Simply Red. Simply Red. Holding back to, ooh, that man's voice. Holding, holding, holding. Wasted all my feet. Oh my God. I didn't know you were about to do that part. You said, Y'all, he cocked his head back at everything. Oh, yeah, you got to sing that part like the bow of a bow in there. You got to... Simply Red, I feel like people don't pay him enough respect. Because he looked too much like Richard Simmons. No, he didn't. And so it was just like, you can only have one of them. You know what I'm saying? And so after a while, it just, it was too much. (laughs) And Phil Collins. And Sally Jesse was out at the time, too. Stop it. It just was too, you know what I'm saying? Okay, whose songwriting do you feel... When you listen to it's like they fucking know my life. Like it's just too close for comfort. <laughs> way too close for comfort. The way they express things, even the words they use. Kate Nash, for sure. Kate okay. Nash? Kate Nash. She has a song called Nicest Thing that will realign everything in your body. Mm. Um so Kate Nash for sure. Um who else is pin just makes me like I don't. I don't know if Division, if they write their own music, oh but Division God. has some songs like they that. Do, like, right? Hell yes, I think Division's pen Miguel as well. Miguel's Miguel. pen for yeah. sure. Yeah, quiet yeah. as it's kept, Carrie Hilson. Oh, what? Yeah, Carrie that's Hilson. not quiet over here. What? <laughs> <laughs> Loud and clear over here. Said if I was you, come on now. I'm I not never going down to Carrie. You in the cold in the first place. I'm not going down to Carrie. I might have to give it to you. Mariah. Ooh. Okay, yes. First of all, her vocab. Big words, big words, big, <laughs> big, 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 big words. I've yeah. learned that from her. Yes. Um, Mariah definitely, because like rooftop, the, I always say rooftop. The roof. <laughs> the roof, <yep. laughs> the roof baby doll. Yep. Baby doll always affects me. She just has so many records. Um, Her whole butterfly album. Didn't they say Charm Bracelet just hit 16 years yeah. recently? Oh, wow. Um, and oh, that weird wow. charm bracelet 16 years. Wow. Mariah old, been on. Right? Fendi um, Prince on. <laughs> Mariah for sure. Um, who else is Pen? Missy. Every R&B song she's ever been involved with writing has been great. And Missy mm. is she she would make catchy, witty, you know, um phrasing. She she really capitalized on that in her songwriting. So Missy shit stood out. For sure. Um and James made me Font-Leroy. feel James Love James Fontleroy. The combo of his wordplay and his melodies, ugh, he's like an alchemist. You know he's on my video playlist too. He's just so great. Um Who I love Diane Warren. Oh, oh Diane Warren. She's oh, forever though. She's like classic pen. She wrote she wrote ink pen. She wrote everything. <laughs> Diane Warren, like, seriously. Diane Warren. Um, she don't talk much. She don't, she don't have to. to right, you know? literally. I really like you Frank Ocean. You said Frank Ocean. Ocean. Yeah. You know, his writing style is so interesting to me because it, it's so stream of thought. Yeah. You know, it almost feels like he's not trying. 
he just writes what comes out and it, it feels good though. Like I love his records. I love his records too. Sometimes I do be thinking about somebody get them little paddles off the ambulance. <laughs> you know them little paddles where they go clear. <laughs> Sometimes you do oh gonna God. just give them one of them real quick, like, okay. <laughs> but that's when you get grateful for records like Nights and oh, you know, shit. Pink and White and all that Siegfried shit. Siegfried is my favorite. Yeah. That one puts me in my feelings. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. I'm trying to think who else is crazy with the pen. You know, oh. Neo's really good. Yeah, Neo can write his ass. Neo's off. written a lot of ballads that I was like, this is beautifully written. Cause yeah. I love um what's the joint with Mario? Let me love you. Yeah. That's a beautiful mm, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. That record is just pretty. <laughs> when I that comes look, on, it makes me happy. You deserve better, girl. I remember I used to always look at that because it seemed like they came out around the same time, and that was always the male um, counterpart to Fantasia's "When I See You." Oh, when I remember I, I used to hear the two songs and be like, "Oh, that's like the boy version of this song." Mm. Like, cute. Cool. Oh, I loved when Fantasia just super side note <laughs> did uh, that song with Life. Oh, uh, what? I don't know, Life. Is it wrong for me to cover my tracks? Okay. Is it wrong Why you sound like to... her? Because it was, well, it was both sounding that like that. She said, um, technically, technically, you're the they baby's daddy anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. You know that part? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know who else? Janae Aiko. Oh, yes. Her pen is dope. Very. Because she, she just put me talks. in my feelings too much. She used a quill. You she... be like, okay, girl, she be making you ready <laughs> to, like, scrape up someone's wit. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and we both Pisces too, so oh, I'd be Lord. swimming in that pool with her. Like, like, oh damn, if I lost it all today, I could be happy. Like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is good, but uh, you don't need to be there no more. I'm like, all right, all right, I get it. And you know, now new in the game, Victoria Monet for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm yes. so into. Anytime I like a song lately, I feel like people be like, Victoria Monet wrote it. I'm like, okay, yep. so I'm drawn to her. Obviously, Prince. I hate that the internet because I and I have to say this because we rooting for Victoria Monet. Yeah, I hate. I just retweeted or liked something where they were like Victoria Monet, the girl that's co-written all your favorite songs and known as the girl that couldn't get her coat off one time because she performed. Because you know she's a dancer <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, so like yeah. she was performing on a. I don't even remember what show it was with somebody and basically had like a costume issue and it kind of messed up a little bit. Oh, but I was like, fuck that. She's still a bad. Bitch. She's incredible. So I that, say that. I'm such a fan. Yes. Mm-hmm such a fan Shout um rodney jerkins oh dark yes child. yes, dark child. yes, is, yes. does he write he does write i'm like is he just production i know if it's production i don't know that he writes oh whoever was oh um because sonia wrote all that what brandy is that songs. guy's name it's at the tip of my tongue <laughs> didn't brandy Did mama you say write sonia? <laughs> brandy mama wrote her first album didn't no, she uh, sonia I, didn't I, write I, broken hearted <laughs> and best friend and all that i thought oh brandy mama wrote all them songs <laughs> Oh my goodness. The guy's name is at the tip of my tongue. It's it's not Latrell. Oh, it'll come to me. I'm gonna look it up. But it's something in that world. Trell Trell it's on the tip of my right? tongue. Right? It's now. like Trell LaShawn. LaShawn Daniel. Daniels. Daniels, yeah. LaShawn. He don't get no man, he needs he a all bad. the LaShawn Daniels is bad. Remember fuck. him when um that y'all said he <laughs> Oh, I he, think you're saying Tamar, right? She does right. The guy that y'all said was on a, a reality show recently, and I was so shocked because he's an incredible songwriter. Um, Greg Leaks. <laughs> Not A1. No. <laughs> I'm just no thinking shade. Like, I don't know A1's writing, but that's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm sitting here like, I, who have we Rock recently star? talked about? Y'all said nah. he's like an epic songwriter from like 
the 2000s. Sean Garrett. Sean oh, yeah, Sean Garrett. Yes, I was shocked when Sean I seen it. Sean Garrett. He used to kill. Look, Listen. where would you want to break? <laughs> he looked like, <laughs> he, he looked like another Mario. Don't forget another Sean Garrett's pen. He looked yes. like one of Shawnee and Shaq kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Claude Kelly. Hello. Uh, oh, please. We, not even we didn't even have to. Like, <laughs> we, we talking about the people that we forget about. They good. <laughs> well, you know, you know. You know. I mean, come Claude on. Claude motherfucking Kelly. Wouldn't be no music without Claude Kelly. Kelly. Really, really. <laughs> talking about a pen. Mm. What's the next question? Oh, I was trying to let y'all have some questions, too. Oh, I got that more. That was mine. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, what's your next question? Okay, so for me, the question would be, what's the song you play when you're on your way to fight somebody? Oh, but for y'all, the song can be like, you know, when you have an argument and you're getting ready to go have it out with somebody or whatever, like, what would you play to just get you in the to mood? To get you angsty? Mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> oh, yes, friend. I want to fuck you yes. like an animal. animal. <laughs> That's a weird thing to feel when you're mad, but it helps. Ave Maria by Beyonce. <laughs> Not after I just sang mm-hmm. it fucking night in jail. Because I be so angry. Like, you know how you be so angry, your thoughts just slide to the point of anger. Like, oh, <laughs> Like your ass is on the Sopranos or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 I love angsty <laughs> shit like Soundgarden, Bush. Yes. Give me um, Bush. right? Remember Bush? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a stupid girl. Whole. Uh, garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Yes. Just that whole angsty teen where I could throw on my flannel. What about you, Asante? You've been awfully quiet. <laughs> if you're going to slap a hoe down, what you gonna play? I'm real ghetto, so I was gonna say some crime mob or some shit. Oh like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I beat your ass. I beat your ass. Right. That, I mean, I three six mu- mafia. True. Shout out to my one of my best friends. I'm not gonna say her name because she might not want people to know this. <laughs> but she back in the day when we were teenagers, her mama caught her listening to uh, three six mafia who ran it. And on the course, they be like, "Them bitches ain't running." They, the song started playing, and her mama was like, "These bitches." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I said to my mom would do. I also really appreciate <laughs> NERD. Oh, like, what? Yeah. I used to listen to, uh, what's that? On your the way red... to fight, you listen to NERD. Yeah, I the... hope you're going to W-I-N. My favorite is sooner or later. It, it all comes crashing, crashing down, crashing down, crashing down, crashing down, around. I, but uh, the album, I think it, it was the comes. one. Remember he started screaming, ah, Yeah. Ah. <laughs> The album right before that, or maybe it was a couple before that, uh, Fly or Die, mm. there was a song with, uh, damn, what's that white boy's name? He was Police. In Good Charlotte. Oh <laughs> in Good Charlotte, there were brothers, and it was one of the brothers in Good Charlotte. Police. Oh, Joel Madden. Was it Joel? What's that white or, boy's um, name? Or... Uh, I, I Madden, don't, I Joel don't Madden. Yeah, is, I that, remember, is that Good Charlotte or is that... I think that it is, is Good Charlotte. I, yeah, it was, I just remember there was brothers. Wait, and one, one of them got kids by... Um, Nicole Richie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, she did. Don't she? Yes. Yes. I was thinking of the wrong girl. And they no, got no, cool you're right, names, you're right, too. You're right. They got cool you're names. Her right. kids I are really cool I forgot he was married to her. But yeah, there's a song that they did called Jump, and it's like a... a jump, real... jump, jump to it. Oh, that's Aretha. Never mind. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's the song. That's the pit. 
<laughs> What's the white boy? <laughs> Can't do anything around here, so just get me to the end. <laughs> Just get me to the end. Oh, no. To the end. Um. <laughs> Fran. Fran is laughing. I'm trying to she say don't, it. She's not laughing at that. She's not laughing at that. She's not laughing at that. Okay. <laughs> when you... <laughs> uh, when I you am so happy that I know cameras. God. <laughs> Okay, hey, friend, speaking sorry. of taxidermy. Mm-hmm. Taxidermy. Song, long story. We, oh, I was I, like, what the fuck? No, I, that's why I, I don't said. play music No, with I that. know you. Let's just, please let me just do this before he get, does it again, please. If any of them listeners followed along today, no, you are getting a trophy. I don't know if they did. Mind your business and please respect my privacy at this time. Okay, uh, taxidermy. A song that you would definitely want to play at your funeral. Oh, oh, God, it's and, so and, gross. And, what? No, the connection. Taxidermy, well, and then you went into funeral. Jesus Christ. There is if a you, well, I'm <laughs> being cremated. Oh, I don't want to know the reason. No, no you don't. You, you don't. And you are and a friend. Go- you decided you want to be cremated. Yeah, I don't, I'm not having a funeral. Okay, so I'm what, having that's a That's so service. weird. So do you want because some song played while you're being cremated? Like, you don't want something. Like, it's like, like the, the guy that's burning yeah, my like, box? almost like... <laughs> Can you do that? Can you tell them, like, while you're burning the box, <laughs> this is the playlist? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> Asante is dying right now. He wrong term. Wow. Him. Wrong term. No, is that not what he meant? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he <laughs> What do you mean? Okay. So, yeah. You know what? So yes is the answer to your question, friend. You can determine that. I feel like it's you a can? service. Yeah. I'm you so can write sorry. out anything. I have paperwork well, on how my shit is going Who knows if he's really going to play it? If it's just him. You have there. an overseer. Oh, okay. Whoever overseeing your state. Better but have I, do, I do think I want a service. I just don't want... I think it's weird. Me like, too. remember me alive and, and like fun and don't walk past me and then you touch the hand and the hand is all cold and gray Ooh, same yeah. okay so let's then say they gonna you... put me in an ugly little dress same they probably so what music that, but yes like... so what music would you like playing as people my are service? remembering you Aww. as you are and who you are afro beat okay just afro yeah. i want it to be fun i want it to be a celebration no sad music yep just like old bachata like i want afro beat um, who else? Who's upbeat? Ashanti. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Wanna rock with me? That's why everybody's fixing their plate. They can be playing. Yeah. Wanna rock with me? Wanna stop with me? Wanna yes, play? Why everybody walking rock in with you, and shit? Yeah. We rocking with you in spirit. I just wanna Justin, if you have them play Ashanti on my service, <laughs> I'm gonna haunt just you. Just while people fixing their plates. Okay. That's it. While well, you're sleeping, I'm a whisper. <laughs> Imagine like I'm a whisper hella shitty. Imagine we celebrating the life of Fran and our ears. Only you. So we know who's not in charge of the music. <laughs> Listen, because I, have, I, have, I no. have this in writing. Because I will not. I too have elected not to have a traditional funeral. Really, you yes. don't want to be casket sharp. No, I don't want to be casket sharp nor casket seen. <laughs> I feel like why the fuck would y'all want to look at me dead? I that know. don't even make sense. That's so. I don't old want school. anyone at the gravesite when I'm being buried. I don't Nobody. even want a gravesite. We already talked about this. Y'all are coming to hang yeah. in my tree. 
Yeah, the tree. I thing. told y'all what Maya said. I tweeted it the other day. <laughs> I was telling, I was like, Maya, if I pass before you, make sure that they turn me into a tree. And she was like, But what if they cut it down and turn it into condos? <laughs> I mean, and that's really real. I was and like, What the lit. fuck? But the thing is, you be lit because ultimately, <laughs> you've always been about evolving. <laughs> yeah. They better be wellness condos. <laughs> Leave um, it to your friends. Let today's sponsor, HelloFresh, take the guesswork out of meals week after week. With three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, HelloFresh's meal kits make dinner easy. No more having to plan dinner, spend money on takeout, or worry about gathering ingredients week after week and still getting into an argument with your significant other. Get that time back to do more of what you love, like it. Because HelloFresh is easy to follow recipes and pre-measured, responsibly obtained ingredients are all delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging. That's a big deal, you guys. All for less than $10 per serving with free shipping. Free shipping. And don't worry, you won't spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes. It's so easy to manage, and you can choose your delivery date to match your ever-changing schedule, which I know you have, and even pause deliveries when you're on vacation, which I actually just did, you guys. This was the first time all year that I traveled for leisure. We went out of town for Fury's birthday, and I put a pause on mine. I pushed play because I'm back in town, and guess what? The box didn't came to my door! So for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone60 and enter code FriendZone60. It's like receiving six meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com slash FriendZone60 and enter code FriendZone60. Support for this episode also comes from Body Boss. Squeezing in time for your family, work, and hitting the gym feels impossible sometimes. Something's got to give, and it's probably the gym. But Body Boss can actually help. Unlock your dream body with the great 12-week Body Boss workout program. Do it at home in just 24 minutes a day, three days a week. That's less than 90 minutes a week, guys, with no equipment and no subscription. Thanks to the Boss Effect, or excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, you burn fat long after your workout. Plus, with Caring Pro Coaches and a free Facebook group of supportive, kick-ass women, you're never alone. Try Body Boss with a special offer just for our listeners and get 25% off the fitness guide at bodyboss.com slash friendzone. Order now and get free shipping and a money back guarantee. This is their best deal ever. Get Body Boss for 25% off at bodyboss.com slash friendzone. 12 weeks from now, you'll thank yourself for starting today. That's bodyboss.com slash friendzone. Okay, Ooh. so what do I want playing at my funeral? Probably, um... Just upbeat music because I'm not having a funeral. I want to have just a, a, a situation party. where people come and eat, and yeah. there's pictures of me on easels and everybody's oh dancing and having a good time. That is like, so funny. That's what I want. So, um, probably something like, like probably be optimistic. But it sounds black. Optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I mean. I'm not gonna lie. That's gonna make me cry. Maze and Frankie oh, Beverly. Yeah. You know. Um, 
Little Trina, you know what I'm saying? Little um little motherfucker, little JT Money. Little, um little Dayton family, little Doughboys Cash Out. Definitely <laughs> Cash Down. Um definitely like just fine by Mary J. Blige. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Good upbeat stuff. Same. I want projectors uh playing videos of me on the walls with a bunch of pillows on the floor. So cute, yeah. friend. And so if you want to sit and like reminisce on the wall and then I want tons of food and a bunch of upbeat music. Can you smoke in there? <laughs> you want to get high at my memorial? Yes. <laughs> yes. So we can pretend we getting high and we up there with you or something. We're like, this one's for you, friend. Come, <laughs> look, we blaze. I'll so start a little Palo Santo no, at the same time. No, you absolutely can. But throw in some lavender in it just to... Only for you. Just for me. Yeah, I'll set the diffuser. Oh, sweet. That's so cute. Okay, so at my service, I would like Outcast to be played. I would like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about everything that I want people to feel. I want them bombs over Baghdad. Okay. Um, I want in my 40s. I feel like I'm going to be a big music mogul, and I'm going to have signed all these artists. Call so I out. want them to come there, and I want them to perform. So you want a showcase, a yeah, concert? A, that is cute. Yes. A festival. Yes, a festival, <gasps> and it's only happening once. So the tickets going to be a blessful. <laughs> Because it's a funeral festival. I might make Dustin my overseer. Oh, you I might make him the overseer. I like, I like where he's going with this. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so definitely has to be a lot of outcast played, a lot of like ratchet, like, you know, get up and get out and do something. Like, you know, how will you make it feel? They never even tried. Like, all sorts of like little things like that. N- nothing, Goody Mob. Goody Mob. Yes. The whole Dungeon family got to come out. You I know, know Jay. If, <laughs> I, yes. Okay. Because time after time, her doing it, it's just something to it. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. All that ghetto shit. And it got to be good ass food, so Jay need to still be alive so she could cater it. And I want rims on my casket. Rims. Mm-hmm. Because like, I, you know, I might be want to, I might want to move or something while I'm down oh there. So God. I want my shit. But, <laughs> I want some rims on my shit. Who did you say look like they? I oh, might be no, like, I want to scoot that. over, so I want, I want some rims on my casket. Justin, if your casket scooted over, I hate you. If it if it flew out, yeah. I, I need, yeah. <laughs> And my casket need a excuse me button. Something I can push while I'm in it. Excuse me. And then just move over a little <laughs> bit in the dirt. Yo, no. on Netflix. Sound like um, House on Hunt. What's that show? <laughs> Hill House on Netflix. <laughs> um, on Netflix, they got this show with these comedians. Um, I, I can't believe I can't remember who's hosting it. It's uh, David Tell and um, you know who it is? You know what I'm talking about? Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross, Yes. And uh, they're basically uh, tapping mics and, like, telling jokes about each other and shit. But Jeff Ross told this funny-ass fucking joke where he's like, uh, I forgot who they was talking about. He said the body looked like it uh, owned its own casket. That's all I was thinking about that shit when you Whoa. said you owned your casket. <laughs> or the body owned its own hearse. And I was like, damn, imagine looking at it and be like, oh, you look like you do own that shit. Um, yes. That's why you got to be careful about wearing pants that have, like, gathered material on the front. You know how they like to take that material in gather it together and ruffles down the front of your pants you gotta be careful cause your pants will look like the inside of a casket oh MG <laughs> you oh know how they God. always got that material gathered up along the sides of the inside of a casket you gotta be careful with that all that ruching ain't that what no they call ruching. it <laughs> oh, on a different note <laughs> you got a harem casket <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful with all that birthday song a song that you like to hear on your birthday or celebrate with or... Watch out for the birthday, bitch. Hey. No, I'm kidding. You better <laughs> not play that. birthday, bitch, friend. Hey. You better not play that at my party. A <laughs> yeah. birthday song. Yeah. 
it don't even got to be a happy birthday song. But if you heard the song on your birthday, and it was like, hey, it's their birthday, so go fuck it up. Dreams and Nightmares intro by Neil, <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, you know me. One. That's another that, Dustin song. Yes. <laughs> like, um, yeah, that's that. I need that on my birthday. I feel like I literally am Popeye eating the spinach, like he talks about on the song. Mm-hmm. That song makes me come alive. It does. I've seen it. Maybe, um, uh, Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I found what if we found love? That just feels even though like oh obviously the I don't do drugs anymore. Mm-hmm. But on Molly, that probably have you fly out the roof. <laughs> I need that. Like that I, I had that moment yet, and I'm going to. <laughs> so that song, I don't even though it's technically not like a happy song. But, that make me feel very good. But the vibe is happy. Yeah. It just makes you feel like you need to go to like um, an EDM concert in Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> she sang the hell up. out that first verse too. I don't care what nobody say. The way she slang yellow out her yellow diamonds. <laughs> Rihanna went the fuck off. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she was singing, baby. That yellow diamonds. I was like, damn, Rihanna. <laughs> And even though people got tired of the song because it got super overplayed and played out, but I will always love Happy by Pharrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm happy. Uh, uh, uh. I don't remember the word. That's words. a good one to isolate happy, your butt happy, cheeks, too. Happy, happy. Isolate your butt cheeks? Yeah. Okay, I'll try that one again. Oh, my God. It's a good butt cheek isolation jam. I shall see. I really enjoyed... <laughs> <laughs> I, shall see. Uh, I really enjoy um <laughs> and you Lonnie Love doing butt cheek oh. isolations to happy by her, for real. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say I enjoy that. <laughs> but, that's the real. <laughs> um damn, why did I forget this? <laughs> you can you just let me it's like, you just keep t- like every time it's about to come out, then you say something more outrageous and it's no, like that's mm, the real. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Uh, Soldier Boys don't. Uh, oh yes, that's praise and worship. <laughs> like if it was my birthday and I was fucked up enough, and Donk came on, like we all have to go to the dance floor. Really? Yes. You gotta don't. Yeah. The, you gotta like, don't. The, 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 you gotta don't. You gotta don't. It's like yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, like it's something about that. Yeah, like he could perform that today, and I'm like, I forgive you, but I don't really care about him now. but it's a dope ass song. That's like one of the. He had a lot of good ones back then. He had a long run. He did. Um, you know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go on ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I really, I'm ashamed to say this out loud because it wasn't a strong record, but it was very effective at the time. Plies Becky. Oh, my God. The jam. <laughs> Plies got, Plies is a musician. Plies is not just a rapper. He's a musician. I don't care what nobody says. Oh, wait. Say. I forgot that we switched to birthdays. I was like, you want this at your memorial? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, friend, I'm gonna you, ho- look, you got friend. Eczema? I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a hoe in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Where attention goes, energy flows. <laughs> Plies can get down there in the plot and perform anyway. <laughs> oh my god, let <laughs> me be quiet. No, no. <laughs> keeping your head. Are you talking about keeping your head above water? <laughs> get down there in that plot and have a whole show. <laughs> Is that what you was gonna say? No. <laughs> 
motherfucker. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Um, but no, speaking of sorry, I have decided that I am officially deeming Sorry by Beyonce, one of yes. my all-time favorite songs. Yes. All artists, all genres. Um, it's just something about the beat and then the way it changes at the end. The whole left a note in the hallway. Yes, right. Right. I love that song. And I, it always makes me, Drunk in Love is another one that, I Hate It only made it to, I think, number two on the Hot 100. It should have been a number one single. Drunk in Love is a whole mood, vibe, energy, all of that. And every time you hear it, I can literally remember being in New York City when that song was out and kissing in the club and just having, you know, random risky fun. Because that song made you, it just evoked that mood. So wow, just had to give a little credit where it was due. All right, last one. Before we get there. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because we talked about, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, I just have to say this. I wasn't going to make the last one Beyonce related. I just love that Beyonce is a hood rat because on Heard About Us, I love how she angelically sings (laughs) at the end of the song, if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Okay, so this will lead me into my one. (laughs) Favorite song with expletives. (laughs) Like, favorite song you like to do where you can curse. You Like, you know... For the longest when I was young, I guess I really liked that that I'm a bitch, I'm a liar song just because I'm I got to say bitch. I'm a bitch in it outside of I'm it actually being the song that I care for. Um, so song that you just really like cursing your ass off when you sing. Because oh, no, I just like doing that part because Beyonce is so angelically and meaningfully singing nigga every time she does it. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know, nigga. <laughs> and like the continues expletives. to go up. There's a song by Too Short called Call Her a Bitch, and oh. it's one of the most, um, I don't even know how to describe it other than literally everywhere. Damn, bitch. Who that, bitch? Suck some bitch. Fuck some bitch. Like, yeah. it's one of the Damn. most vulgar songs I've ever heard in my life, but you can't help but learn every word when you hear it, and it's a hood classic. So, sorry to my aunts and everybody else who is considering me for employment. That was just for about the song. It wasn't really me. Just want to be clear about that. <laughs> Sorry to be so disgusting. I'm like trying to fix it. Sorry to be so disgusting. <laughs> Nelly. Trillville, some cut. Oh. <laughs> just because, first of all, just the bed squeak changed the game. No, so it the was, reason I'm shocked is because that was mine. <laughs> well, please. Okay. I was on Go ahead, that was Go mine. ahead, because my roommate in college used to play the fuck out of that record and at first I was like girl turn it off but then after a while I'd be like that's the jam okay oh what it is what's up what's up can a nigga get in them goods like it was so nasty and I was like you know what's another one my roommate used to play you ain't gotta say too much from the look in your eyes I can tell you wanna fuck and you ain't gotta call me your boo as you wanna fuck, I wanna fuck too. No, 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 yeah. Can I light a candle? No, oh my gosh, she used <laughs> to play. Yo, her playlist. I used yeah. to be like, that's, she sound like she jamming because that's the <laughs> shit. Yes. So that might be mine too. Then five hundred four boys, you can tell. I'm trying to remember which Lil John song where he was cursing his ass off because it's some Lil John songs where he just be hell yeah <laughs> going to like fuck going off. off. And I was like, okay, this one got. I used to listen. Damn, I ain't shit. I used to listen to Lil John on the way to school. Like, I was driving. And imagine something you used to looking over and seeing a kid in traffic. Like, why the fuck this nigga acting like he going to a job with niggas he hate? Like, and I know XXX is, damn, I was going to say he's canceled, but that's... Let, let's give canceled songs. Just one more, one more. <laughs> no, Dustin, no, I didn't mean it. Oh, God. <laughs> just wait. 
<laughs> can I can I take the ball from you and give it back? Please. Uh, he had a song. Okay, go ahead. With ski mask. <laughs> and it'd be like, fucked up, fucked up, fucked up. <laughs> Have you heard it? <laughs> I used to run to that song. Isn't that weird? No. I don't know why, but I would run to that song. I think you told us that before. Yes. 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 And I, that song would get me like hyped. I'd be running the track. Um, by the Harlem River. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to that Listen shit. Listening to that. People looking at you run like a work of art in your you ass. You know, people looking at me <laughs> thinking like, oh, it's French. She's running. Meanwhile, my headphones fucked up. Fucked they up. They think she listening to, uh, to Camilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Oh, man. And let's not, let's close it out with none other than the baddest bitch by Trina. Because everybody Uh-oh. knows yeah. those words. If I had a chance to be a virgin again. Y'all know the words to that song. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the best you know, raunchy songs ever and iconic to boot. Sweet. Amen. And that's it. Well, that is it for this. That was fun. Yes. I love a music episode. All right. I'm so glad you all had fun. I'm so glad that you won't stop having I fun. Have fun. <laughs> now we can go ahead and bring in the instruments. Bring them in. Bring in the wind chimes. So I wanted to tell you guys about a book that I've been reading. What you been reading? I've been reading Play Homie boy. Don't Play That. And it's the story of In Living Color, you in guys. Color. It is. First of all, did y'all watch In Living Color? Yes. Did you like it? Was that like your shit growing up or no? It wasn't my shit, but I remember it being on a lot, so watching it. Because like my family, I think they used to just put it on. Because it was so good. Yeah. In Living Problematic Color was now, my really shit. Good. Right? I used to like sneak hard. and watch it. I got in trouble in elementary school. I want to say whatever grade I was in when it was on, we mm-hmm. had to make this little cube about our favorite things. And I wrote that In Living Color was my favorite TV Stop show. And my mother it. was livid. Living. Her and my dad were so angry because the teacher, you know what that meant. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I study that show. That's my kind of comedy. Yes. It is the greatest show, greatest sketch show ever. ever. I know all the skits. Like, ever. All the characters that came out of it. Granted, now, you know. I don't give a fuck. That show is Seeing it back, I'm like, oh my care. god, I cannot believe this. Like, it is super duper problematic with not surviving this climate. But at the time, <laughs> thank you, Shit. we would laugh so hard. It, it was, was even funny because I revisited when I was older, like in high school, and and then it was funny to me. And then right. I was like, oh my god, this is the fucking shit, and, right? And actually, today. yeah, I'd be curious how I would feel about it right now right. at this age because I haven't watched it recently. But, mm. um, but the book, so I saw it and I was like. I'm so curious, what would a book be about? You know, like about in living color. And it it's basically breaking down Keenan, Ivory Waynes, and all his siblings, a family of ten. Well, ten kids and two parents. And just them growing up in the projects down in the Fulton houses, um, which is bugged out because it's super close to where Claude lived. Wow. Um, and then just hearing him say things like how they went uh in the same neighborhood he was in, like that's where Whoopi Goldberg grew up. Even um, Danny Aiello, like, you know, different players in the industry that we grew up watching and are big, like, big crucial parts of the industry. Just thinking that, like, they were, like, down the block from each other, like, in the hood, you know, like, just on some, yeah, kicking it. (laughs) Half of them didn't even know each other, just knew each other in passing. Literally the funniest people in the world. The funniest people in the world. Um, It breaks down how it was through him running away from a bully that had told him he was going to fuck him up at three (laughs) o'clock after school. (laughs) And Keenan was like, oh, hell no. So he left school early, 
went home and turned on TV. And because he was home early, he obviously caught a TV show that he never would have caught before because he's usually in school. And it was Richie Pryor, which Richard Pryor. It was his show. And that was his introduction to comedy and most importantly to a black man doing comedy. Mm. And it kind of became the foundation for his whole life. It talks about him becoming friends with Robert Townsend, who is legendary, and how it was Robert Townsend who started uh, getting a lot of gigs and commercials and making more money than the rest of them. They were all broke as fuck. (laughs) But him making money through commercials, he was able to pay for like equipment and cameras. And that's how they created the sketch show idea and realized through doing it in his apartment, that Keenan was, like, good at being a director. Damon Wayans was good at coming up with the characters. And they all kind of fell into the roles that would change their lives in the future. But, you know, wow. it took them supporting each other. Because Robert Townsend could have been like, this is my camera. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that he was like, let's create something together. It just was a testament to this whole ecosystem thing that I'm obsessed with. Yes, friend. Um, just them being around each other, pushing each other. I love when they first met Eddie Murphy. They were saying he was this cocky, <laughs> little, like a little ass kid who was just like super confident and hella fucking funny. And Keenan said Eddie Murphy used to love telling jokes about farts and poop and boogers. <laughs> <laughs> and just watching him become this, you know, meteoric size. Star. And so, just really cool reading about everyone when they were kids. I gotta read that. It's just cool. I love shit like that. Especially, like, obviously, the the whole, like, rags to riches story isn't, essentially, like, new anymore. It's not fresh to us. It's, it it kind of is all you ever hear. But I still can't get enough of Project Kids who became legendary. Like, yeah. just doesn't get old to me. And just hearing everything they went through, like... Um, eating government cheese and Marlon making fun saying cheese would never melt <laughs> and like all the shit that they would try to figure out how that was days where the mom would say we're having sleep for dinner so everybody would have to go to sleep early because there was no food just real ass shit like that I have to read that just because so, it's a boost you man. know you know in Living Color is pretty much part of the blueprint of if I were a rapper and, oh sweet and so just like the thought of like community and improv and like you know Find people with other talents. The fundamentals of it, yeah. So I really have to read that. I just really think, especially as creatives, obviously as fans of In Living Color, yes. It's great to know the history behind it, how it came to be, and all the stars that developed from it. But just on a human level, it was such a boost just to see like their determination, people not thinking they were funny, People saying like, oh, you know, he's cool, but he's not going to he's not a star, you know, about like all the different ones. And then seeing how they flip, turn upside down and flipped all that and all the players that you don't know, like um, Val Johnson from Family Matters. I didn't know that they grew up together. that They were part of the crew, too. Yeah. You know, and that's Carl freaking Winslow, how he was part of their uh, their little squad where they would be filming the sketches in Robert Townsend's crib how they were friends with Jerry Seinfeld. They Robin Williams. Like, it was a real, like, crew back then. And just to think of that, like, imagine all these little kids running around just being fucking brilliant, you know? I love it. And so I just think, especially the end of the year, if you need a boost, because I know we're all dealing with a little bit of burnout, you know, we need to be regenerated. You need some rejuvenation, some inspiration, 
trying to figure out what 2019 is going to look like, I think a book like this and watching the trajectory of someone from like beginning to end, well, not end, I won't say that because they're still creating amazing shit, but just seeing their story and like watching the chronology of everything, especially the parts where they almost fucking gave up. Mm. I think that's what always strikes me the hardest because it's like, think of how many times you feel like your life's moving too slow or you're looking around at how much faster someone else's life is moving and you almost give up and there are parts in this book where they're like about to give up and then they don't and boom, there's the next big thing and it's their season. And they even talk about him winning the Emmy Mm -hmm. and how he wasn't even prepared. He said he gave what he feels was the worst speech, acceptance speech of all time because he was like, I didn't think I was going to win this at all. So he got up there and literally had nothing to say. He was like, this is for you, mom, and like walked off. Wow. And just like how shocking it was to his nervous system that like this was now his reality. And I loved it. I loved it because I think we're all deserving of big, beautiful, amazing, beyond our wild imagination ass lives. And so watching someone document them stepping into that and what it felt like is nice for us to read as people who are also stepping into those spaces. Right. So definitely check it out. Homie Don't Play That, The Story of a Living Color and the Black Comedy Revolution. Their sections on Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor are fucking brilliant. Like, oh, I didn't want it to end. <laughs> I was telling the guys that the book is so good. It's the kind that, like, you're on the train yeah, I haven't even listened to music because I've just been trying to people. read. Watch yeah, where you're going. Exactly. And walking tra- walking down the street trying to I balance walking book, and bitch. reading. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't felt that way about a book in a minute, you know, yeah. where I just feel so there's like an emotional thread there that's like drawing me in to come back to it and read mm-hmm. more and read more. So definitely check it out. It's by David Peisner. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And that's it for my wellness segment. <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you by Thrive Market, an online marketplace that's on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. You'll get access to thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. That's amazing. Whether you're vegan, gluten-free, or feeding a family, you can choose from 80-plus qualities to get everything you need, including non-GMO, Fair Trade Certified, and BPA-free. From organic almond butter to lavender essential oil. Did they write this for me? Mm-hmm. Thrive Market carries everything you need. They have pantry staples, cleaning products, sweet treats, the best snacks, and much, much more at an affordable rate. Did you guys get your Thrive Market packages? Yeah, and you know I always like to be on some new new. Mm-hmm. So, and I also like having company. So, uh, <laughs> when you have company and it's new, you always have an opportunity to make a first impression. You guys, okay. that's the gift. And what better impression to make than having new and different snacks? True. This is a level up from the normal grocery retailer that everyone goes to to get this kind of stuff. They don't even have this stuff. And it's kind of sexy where people be like, where did you get that at? Yeah. You're like, Thrive Market. Thrive you heard Market. Of it? You get real close Boom. and whisper Yes, friend. <laughs> and now with our special link, Thrive Market is giving you an extra 25% off your purchase plus a free 30-day trial. That's 25 off the already low prices that Thrive Market offers. So just go to thrivemarket.com forward slash friendzone to access your discount. Happy eating. Thanks again to Talkspace for their continued support <laughs> of Friendzone podcast. <laughs> 
Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Remember, therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you the designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com zone and use code zone to get $45 <laughs> off your first month and show your support for this show. That's code ZONE and Talkspace.com slash ZONE Talkspace. Therapy for how we live today. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do the country version of OK. I have zero idea why I did any of that. So, you're welcome. It's what wanted to come through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not, we already did music, right? We're going right? the music man segment. We're going straight to TV land. Straight to TV land. What you got for us, Dustin? All right. We're going to start this shit off right. And we also are going to make it short and sweet. Kim Bella, this one's for you. Uh-oh. See, this season, um, actually, this is Kim Bella. I'm going to give you some, and I'm going to give Joe Budden a little bit, too. Um, this is Kim Bella's third time resurface or appearing, I should say, on Love & Hip Hop. She looks like okay? a Pokemon because she's, there's different versions of her every time she's on the show. Sorry. Like, physically? She, yeah. Oh. And like, energetically, honestly. She mm-hmm. has, this season is like... Let me get it together. This season to me is her putting it all out there, but doing so in a way that is forced. And it becomes offensive to watch because these are storylines that should really pull out our emotional heartstrings, and they just don't. Her and Jewel's, their family breaking apart. We love Jewel Santana. Well, I'll speak on behalf of like people who love rap music. We love Jewel Santana. Like, right. We fuck with Jewel's. Right. And so for him to, to see him I in know. the position he's in because he's not doing the best on the show um and so to see him in this position where he's been battling like some substance abuse issues and all these things that he's being open about and to see her infusing you know on top of that infusing the ridiculous um pointless loud just for the sake of being loud arguing just for the sake of arguing those issues on top of the real shit it just cheapens the whole moment when they could have had a bomb ass season focusing on his struggles and him being like you know a comeback kid and triumphant over all these issues and dealing with this court case we could have watched that and really had a real story but Kimbella keeps cheapening it a with I'm not going to say nothing about that because that's not my place to speak on. But she keeps cheapening it with stuff. Mm. And I'm tired of it. So I just feel like at this point, Kimbella should know better. And she's mixing and mingling with people who are newer on the show. Like the past like two seasons they've appeared. And their style versus her style as someone who was in the beginning. Okay, we all remember the Steel Pretty line and all that shit. <laughs> Seeing them together, it just doesn't make sense. She looks older in the scenes than they do, and she's still doing the same things that they're doing. It's just a wasted opportunity, so I'm mad at Kimbella. Yeah. And I also don't like her eagerness to have this spat with Yandy. Now, Yandy might have lied about the life of a wife and all that other stuff that she forced on us, but 
Yandy is not going to like just go down into the gutter about things the way Kimbella will somewhat. And it's just it's just unnecessary. Yandy is not a fighter. She ain't got that that rah rah Ali shit in her. I've st- I've decided to stop calling it just rah rah. It's now rah rah Ali. <laughs> she doesn't have that in her. And so to wow. see Kimbella like and Kimbella ain't tough either. So to see her trying to like play this tough guy role, it's just cheap. And I feel like she should know better. So shame on Kimbella. Joe Budden have sex with Sin Santana. It's embarrassing on the strength. But do you think that's true or did they just need like Some a funny storyline? Even if they need something for the storyline, what kind of nigga allows that? Like who would who would who would say, "Okay, I'll roll with the part the story that I don't want to have sex with you." But maybe that was like the least of the worst storylines they came up with. You only as far as I know, your relationship with your sexual organs as a man it's a one shot deal right like you only get one <laughs> so like you have to show it reverence and respect and and you know lift it up where it belongs like the song says and so for her to say that his ain't taking off I just wouldn't have went for that you know what I'm saying and I can't believe Joe did so I just want them to do better I was really excited about Love and Hip Hop this season when I saw the cast photo and I do feel like some members of the cast are bringing it quote unquote but this mixture of the old and the new if y'all gonna have Mano his girl Remy Pap um, Poos not Smear um, wow oh my gosh uh, oh my gosh if, if you're gonna if you're gonna have all these people on the show then there's no need for you to have Anais and you know all these other new people with these silly ridiculous storylines like it just doesn't mix so that's all I wanted to say about that this week you guys and we can move on that's it that's it mm-hmm. wow. just one show that's it just one show it's only been one day <laughs> Can we do a TV Land icebreaker? Oh, yeah. Sure, let's break the ice. <laughs> so, let's say you weren't watching any of the shows that you've mentioned so far. Okay. What other shows would you talk about? I can tell you right now because I accidentally stumbled up on all of these reunions on Bravo that I never would have watched. I was doing some work Did and I needed background Orange County reunion? The Orange County <laughs> reunion. St. Lucia. Parts one and two. Um, the Shaws of Sunset reunion I watched. Oh, and, I used to watch that show. And Vanderpump like Rules. Like the first season. <laughs> yep. Mike on Shaws of Sunset reunion was pissing me off. Him and I would not have seen eye to eye <laughs> on that show. He was really pissing me off. But the Orange County reunion I watched mm-hmm. and although it was boring boring rather right. and very tepid mm-hmm. um, I did enjoy them being stupid and saying dumb stuff yes. like the cocaine accusations it was like they were having the type of arguments that they have on love and hip hop and all those other shows just they weren't screaming but they were saying yes. the exact well you do is it cocaine whereas we would have been like you do coke bitch you know what I mean like that's the difference and so it's so funny to watch because they 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 really be going there. Well, and they, they, and they try to do and say things that they've seen popularized on reality TV and oh, arguments, yeah. but it comes off so cheap and off brand that it's actually funny. <laughs> so I would I would actually invest time in watching franchises that I've overlooked, like the Real Housewives of Orange County, like Shots of Sunset. Orange County. You know, like Orange County's that. reunion was good. Yeah. But I will say, if there's any other one you get into, it has to be Beverly Hills. Just because they all have so much money, the opulence, and then their relationships. Like, that's I really think that you would enjoy them. Like, watching them talk to each other and you know that they are, like, people of stature and the way that they argue. 
watching Kyle get up there every season and these bitches come at her about her sister is like, I mean, y'all oh, talking about Oh, that's, okay. Riches. I was trying to, I'm but like, she, who's the cast? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't, actually, I might be a season With or two With David behind. Foster's ex-wife. She's or? not still on there, but yes, oh. that one. <laughs> That yeah, Yolanda. How... I mean, you know, Yolanda, she's been battling Lyme's disease and mm. it took a toll on her marriage and her being on the show and it being all very public that, you know, affected some things. But I really just enjoy watching the way that they operate and argue versus the, the other uh, franchises. And I feel like you would enjoy them because they give you so many cool things to look at to go with it because they all they all do really great things. But in Orange County... The, it's good and, and cool to watch them fight, but a lot of it is filled with just some drinking in between and they ain't drinking nowhere cool or talking about shit that I really care about. Ah, he was going down for fraud. You think you think I would do that? Where You know, you got, <laughs> when David Foster was on there, they got fucking baby facing this bitch about to sing. It's like, oh shit, I gotta watch that. Like, it, it gives you more, just a, a few extra bonuses every season. But Orange County and them, they're all dead to me. I have a TV land question. Let's go. Let's go. This actually ties into your, um, from last week's episodes, (laughs) your goals for 2019, right? Okay. If you could create a show and and pick who would be directing, who would be writing, who would be your co-stars, where you literally get to curate the complete experience of the Dustin Ross show completely in your power, what would it look like? Like, what are the playing parts or the moving parts? If I did something dramatic on primetime TV, I would want to work with Regina King. I would love to be directed by Regina King. Mm. Um, so that would be fantastic. Yes. Um, I know that American Crime isn't a show that's on anymore, but I would have loved to be on American Crime. That was a great fucking um, show. Those storylines really hit home to me, and I, I just would have loved to be a part of that. But, yeah, Regina King, um, far oh. Ooh, of course, Lena Waithe. Um, who else? Uh, Ava. All the t- the usual suspects. Issa Rae. I love what everybody's doing right now. Everything is kind of fresh. Wildcard pick. I would love to work with Fifty Cent and be a part of his star Dead. situation. I nice. would. I would love to I be in that, that DM. The, right. the movie about the Detroit gang. That's or not movie, but the series about the Detroit gang that's coming up. That's in development now. I would love to be a part of. I would love to be on Power. Like Did I like you the, hear that they're doing the prequel to Power? Yeah, Kanan's story. Yeah, so they're gonna do be, a series that shows who they were before all of that. Mm. I would love to be a part of that. I feel like his the way that he gets to the grit, but still has actual like real deal storylines that are gripping and interesting and legitimately, you know, well written. Mm-hmm. I think I like that. So I would play with them. Sweet. Would you want comedy or drama more? That's drama. Comedy is like my dream. Um, like a sitcom, yeah. like Martin style kind of. I, I've I've told you guys I want one that's gonna go down in the history books with the greats. So like <laughs> Good Times, The Jefferson, Sanford and Son, Martin. Sanford. You know these are two two seven. These are black comedic sitcoms, half hour sitcoms that you remember when you think about what was funny. Yeah, and I want to sure. be a part of that. I what would, about a sketch show? That would be great because I love sketches um, and I would definitely participate in that too. My dream would be to have like a half hour like comedy sitcom. Oh my God. I can like, totally see it yes. though, right? It that doesn't amazing. feel like a, a reach Not to at me. all. Prayers. <laughs> God. Well, you said manifestation, it out loud. All that. Would, it, would it be called, right? <laughs> Somebody. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would it be called the Dustin Ross show? No, um, because I have an idea 
about what I would want the show to be about. So it wouldn't be called that. But I would definitely be one of the, the lead characters in the story because, it, yeah, in order for it to work, I would have to be. But, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Do you have a black business of the week? I do have a black business of the week. It's Ooh. called Mine and Ours. That's what we do. <laughs> and y'all are doing that by listening. Uh, shout out to Chef Curl. Uh, yeah, Chef Curl RD. Excuse me. Uh, as in Chef Boy RD, but it's Sweet. Curl RD. Chef Curl RD has come out with seasonings, and she's giving Friendzone listeners a special discount of 25% off once you use the code. Uh, go to her website. It's at shop chef curl rd that's shop dot c h e f c u r l c u r l a r d e e dot com that's shop dot chef curl rd dot com she does feature blends there's an original seasoning that she does a mild seasoning and lemon herb and occasion seasoning and she also does these flavors uh salt free as well mm. for people trying to look at their sodium intake but for the people that don't care about that she got you covered okay <laughs> I know you did. um there's a black woman chef on the front of the seasoning oh, look how nice. you know she's wearing the hat that's cool so as hell. yes give her a shout how different right yeah the one thing you don't want is some food that ain't seasoned oh boy and you know it's funny she sent this email in after Oh, I read the email after we were in Denver at a restaurant. The food was tasty, but it didn't taste like nothing. Like, mm. the consistency was great because I had some uh, short rib hash. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, tender as hell. But it didn't taste like nothing. And me and Crystal was sitting there. And she was like, yeah, some hot sauce will fix that. And the hot sauce helped it, but it still was not enough. You Yikes. know. So I wish I could have been like, y'all need some Chef Curl RD up in here. <laughs> so, yeah, I read this email later. And she's Atlanta-based. Hey, at the ATL, home turf. So I had to go on ahead and, um, you know, do that and uh just a little short something the original spice it is a little spicy so you know i think she did it you know for us because we do like that spice but i know everybody don't like it spicy I so don't. just to be noted yeah so definitely don't get the cajun then, <laughs> the original is spicy you can only guess mm-hmm. but yes that is the black business of this week if you have a black business you would like to submit don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakers.com yay do you guys have any church announcements before we get up out of here no. <laughs> oh, yes. So this weekend I'm having a party uh, at the DL, December 16th, Sunday. Come see me. I'm having a Christmas party, charitable um, uh, connection to the event, and it's going to be great. Come out and have a good time with me for the holidays. Oh, I wish I see could you guys come. There. I'll You'll be, be there in spirit. You'll be there in spirit. I'll be there in spirit as well. I would love to be there. What about you, Sante? Um, I'm going to be there in spirit as well um, because I'm going to be in Miami with the Reed. Uh, oh, actually, after our DC show, yes, like I said, I'm going to go right to Miami and we're going to be having a fun show. There might be a pop up, there might not be. Who knows? Just uh, check my social media and the answer should be there. And that's it for me. What about you, Fran? Um, I'm like, like, what week is this? Right. Like, uh, the 13th. Well, my, I will be officially done with my tour by the time you guys hear this, which is great. Um, our DC show, like I said, please support the Macy's campaign. I'm very excited about it. It's super cute. Shout out to Justin Lamar and Antoinette Henry. Um, and I guess that's it. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will see you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.